Built from the Ground Up Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Neary. Thanks for joining me. In this episode, we're going to be tuning in to a live stream on the Technology in the Chimney Industry Facebook group. Uh, we're going to be doing a new program, Chimney Tech Talk. And this was the initial beta version, if you will, where we just talk about some random technology things and a, a couple other things along the way. Enjoy. We have here with us this evening Kyle Kozlansky. You may or may not recognize that last name. Um, if you haven't lived under a chimney block <laughs> the last 19 years, maybe, I don't even, it's probably close to that now, um, that name should be familiar. <clears throat> so I'll let, I'll let Kyle explain that if he wants to. I won't, I won't bring that up unless he wants to, but it is, it is a familiar name in the chimney world. And uh, Kyle has an interesting history in the chimney business. I think anyway, mm. and Kyle's my, is my brother-in-law. So that's, so this that's, is all nepotism. <laughs> I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my relationships, but yeah. So, oh, oh my signal's not great. Or my, I've got a low connect there. It's going up a little bit. There must be too yeah, much. You stumbled Netflix. there for a little bit, but yeah, there's probably too much Netflix in here, but, um, so why don't I do this? Let's ask you a question. Let's ask, how did you get your start and when did you get your start in the chimney business? Cool. Well, <clears throat> I was born. I learned how to walk. <laughs> and then actually when I was a kid, I think, I don't know if I probably told you this before. My punishment was to take a chimney block up and down the driveway. And when I was small <laughs> enough, I could only... <clears throat> I could only manage to like get it between my legs and do a squat and like just take it a couple inches and then again and again. Was it a concrete block or was it was it concrete? Uh, oh boy. It wasn't a it wasn't a feather light. No, that would have been a lot easier. But I took when I became a teenager, I remember the last time I I had to do that. And my mom told me my mom was the one dishing it out at that point. <clears throat> and I threw it on my shoulder and I just started going. And that was the last time because it was no longer effective. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, from a very young age, you know, probably 11, 12, 13 years old, somewhere in that range, um, because my dad had a company, still has a company uh, doing primarily focused on masonry, I think still. He's very much a specialist in that way. Um, but, you know, everything, liners rebuilds everything <clears throat> so you've been you've been exposed to it for for a very long time mm -hmm. so you've you've been around the block so um do you want to do you want to tell everyone what you've been up to i mean you could you could say anything from every everyone here every person here yeah the, they'll, the be, whole... they'll be watching it later <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready to share that with everyone here. <laughs> All of one of me. No, there says um, there's two viewers. I don't know if that's nice. counting us or not. <laughs> we'll, we'll just assume it's not. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so, three. you know, I think I took a pretty natural progression, you know, so started off just being a helper, 
um, carry and block, bring in tools, just the gopher, right? I need this, go for this, go for that. Um, eventually gained some competency in the actual skills that I needed. Um, never became much of a mason, but a lot of times, it, I guess it depends on what you specialize in. But in our area, it's a lot of 16 by 16 block chimney. At best, you'll get a 16 by 16 brick. And you don't necessarily need to be a master mason to, to right. do some repair work there. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, I started to do that and then run some jobs. Um, ended up running a, ended up like operating the remnants of a, a smaller chimney company. So we had one crew on the road and I would do the estimates and order all the materials and get them all together. And it was like, a, I mean, you know the backside of this story more, but it was the dying chimney side of a stove and fireplace business that that side ended up taking off and the chimney kind of got neglected. So when I came in, they weren't doing much. Um, we did end up adding, you know, a couple hundred thousand to the revenue at that point, just, just by taking it seriously and answering mm -hmm. the phone basically. Um, and then from there, uh, started to really get into sales. <clears throat> realized that I didn't have to break my back as much and I could even make, you know, the cool thing about sales is you, you eat what you kill, you know, it's not just an hourly wage. So you're incentivized to do better if you've yeah. got a good employer. And so we started doing that and started selling a lot, learning to the ins and outs of that the psychology of what makes people tick and why they actually buy. Um, I don't know. Should I keep going? Is that. You can let me, Oh, there, I, let me check out the, uh, comments chad marie says hi hi chad how are you hey chad thanks for joining us kyle has a very interesting story so yeah you just got started now you talked about sales and i we mm -hmm. actually worked together for for a, a, a bit at the same company and we had a, a it was fun so we worked closely together for quite a while mm -hmm. and um you taught me how to so I was around the chimney business for quite I don't know, forever, it feels like. But yeah, I wasn't doing the work. I was on the backside of things, making products and whatnot. And then I got to go. I was told, well, go ride with Kyle because I wanted to get into <laughs> that side of things. And uh, I was told to go ride with you. And then, you know, I was still at that point, deathly afraid of roofs. And uh, you were like a monkey. And I, I have one story real You'd quick. You'd run circles around me now. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been, I haven't been on roofs in a while. It's my, my guys have been, they run circles around me now. But I remember the, you know, we were on this, I thought it was relatively steep for me at the time. It, it's not now. And at that time we weren't using the gear like is currently being used at least by my company. And, and, you know, we, we just did our thing. We just did it. You just go up there and do it. And I remember the one time, we were working on a, I think we were doing flashing and you started to slide down the, down the roof. And like, I think we had a kicker down there. And anyway, you were not on it at the time or you were on the side of it. Or you were, and you just started sliding down the roof. And I reached out my arm and just tried to grab you. To, and I had to stop you from sliding that way. And you weren't phased at all by it. Like it, was, <laughs> it didn't affect you at all. And um, I was kind of freaking out and, so that so you were you always amazed me because you could just you flew up there and you know you would 
make me nervous but that was so the, the point is you were brought up around it and you just it was like it was like second nature to you and then you taught me like i started to see how you were able to communicate with customers and sell mm. they were so and you had an uh, there was an interesting approach that you took and it's kind of one that um i wanted to talk about with you because a lot of people view the the way that you started doing things and, and getting a lot of business for the company they're like they're, it, it's it's a no-no or it's it's mm -hmm. mm -hmm. you want to talk about that at all sure sure yeah so i had gotten connected with some friends um actually not friends but just a guy running some ads talking about um door-to-door -door. and uh a lot of people don't know this but there are literally nine and 10 figure companies built on the backs of door to door salespeople, you know, publicly traded huge, massive companies that their largest marketing stream is door to door sales, um, specifically solar, pest control, um, HVAC roofing. <clears throat> so I was like, why can't we do it for chimneys? And um, we did. I mean, we basically just took the approaches. I went out and got trained out in Las Vegas by a couple of guys who were pioneers in the industry. And um, I mean, we ended up basically matching, I mean, this was during the summer, so revenues weren't super high, but with myself and just another guy helping me, all of the other paid advertising streams from television, newspaper, um, referrals, everything else, we were matching them sale for sale and dollar for dollar, just with two of us going out and knocking doors. Yeah. And it's like, a lot of people are like, think that if you do that you're scamming people and to me it's like it's kind of crazy because that's not what it is now you could scam people doing anything you could be getting calls from a newspaper ad and scamming them mm -hmm. just you know why is walking down the street talking to people bad it, it it's not well i mean the way i see it you know sweeps what's really cool about jimmy sweeps is they care about safety Right. They care about the customers, I think more than anyone else. And probably because we touch it more than anyone else. You know, when you're servicing someone's air conditioning, they're probably not going to die from carbon monoxide if you mess something up. Um, but with heating and venting, it's, it's a very real possibility. But like if you drive down your street in your neighborhood with your neighbors and you see cracked flues and pieces falling in and deteriorating. All right. You know, to me, it's like if you're concerned with safety, you would say something. Yeah. Sales or not, you would say, hey, like I'm a professional. I've been trained. I I held myself to a standard of conduct. You know, even when you get certified, you sign a thing that says, like, if you touch a chimney, you're going to take care of it until it's safe. And I mean, what's the difference if you drive by every day and there's flues falling in on someone's roof? Right. So our approach was not pushy. We literally just said, hey, we're doing work here. So we basically started where we had a job on a street. And we said, hey, we're doing work for so-and-so. Um, we're walking down the street here. We noticed that you've got some damage up here. Would you like us to give you a free estimate? And from there, we just snowballed. It would be yeah. one job completed. And then we just can, it was literally the, the format was just knock and point, right? So yeah, knock, knock, knock. Hey, did you see us working on the Jones's chimney that we just finished yesterday? Yeah, looks like you have some issues too. And we rolled into that. And I mean, I think the best week the two of us did um, 
11 major repair jobs, like whether that was a reline or a small rebuild um, in, in just a week's time doing that, in addition to the other paid sources of marketing we had. Yeah, it, so it, I saw, I was basically um, following you through areas with, with, with the crew and we were doing the work. Like, so mm -hmm. we were doing, the, there's nothing shoddy about it at all. Just what you said, you're in every chimney. <laughs> it's like every chimney in our area is garbage. At least the areas we were we were focusing on, mm -hmm. and they all needed something. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it wasn't pushy. Hey, here we are. Here's what we do. Would you like us to? And mm -hmm. you know, a great majority of them said, "Yeah, take a look at it." And but <laughs> there was like, um, I remember one time there was a competitor who who came through and saw you, and he's like, he said something like. <laughs> I still remember you do. I didn't hear him, but you did the impression. It was, you know, hey, what are you guys hurt? Hey, you guys hurting? Just yeah. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're we're hurting because no, that we're anyway. That's a you know, you can you can take that and figure yeah. out what I'm getting at. But Chad Chad said, and I put this up on the uh, screen. He said we've been knocking doors for years. Knock knock. Did you know? You don't have a chimney cap. That's our pitch. So, Chad's a stud. Chad's an yeah. OG. He knows. I mean, I don't do that in my business because, um, not because I don't want to. It's because I just don't have the at the moment. Like, if we did do that, I couldn't keep up with, with doing the work. We have enough mm -hmm. with the current resources that we have, so I don't do it. But I mean, it's, it's like you can spend all this money just throwing it out there for people to call you or you could just go out there and do that. And it's like, yeah, you, know, you have to kind of do it the right way. You get into these municipalities and they want permits for that kind of stuff. Sure. So you, sure. You have to, you have to play by the rules and you will get people that will be looking out their shades and mm -hmm. they'll be calling the cops on you wondering what you're doing. But I mean, whatever <laughs> you get a yeah. permit do it legally and, and you're not doing anything illegal and scamming anyone. It's whatever. <laughs> yep. And I would say there's there's stages to it, right? Like we were doing full blown, wake up in the morning, go out and just knock doors all day long. But there's stages to it. I mean, I think most people, most companies have probably talked to at least the neighbor or maybe the neighbor comes over, right? So there's kind of levels to it. You could start with that. We used to call it a clover leaf. So if I'm doing this job here, I'm going to do a clover leaf. I'm going to knock the door across the street and I'm going to knock the one to the left of this house and the one to the right of this house. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to knock and point. And then I think the next level is um, <clears throat> when you drive by, you don't even have to talk to them. I can't tell you. We've got dozens of jobs. Literally, I would take business cards and I would just write on the back, hey, looks oh. like your chimney needs some work. I'm in the area. Just give me a call. You know, oh. Give me a call oh, for a free works. estimate a little personalized note, wrote my cell phone number and people called that, you know, I was talking to another sweep the other day who was kind of struggling to sell and overcoming the, these objections. Um, and he's not a homeowner. And when you're not a homeowner, you don't really think like a homeowner, mm -hmm. you know, to, when you're young and you're starting out and you're just a text, you're not making a great salary, like to think of spending two, three, four, five, $10,000 on a chimney repair is unthinkable. You didn't even spend that on your car. But these are homeowners and they they not only are they willing to, they want to spend that. It's just a matter of sometimes they don't know. 
-hmm. So when you get there and you just say, Hey, did you notice, like, like Chad said, you know, did you know you, they may not even know they don't have a chimney cap, but once they know it as a homeowner with their home being perhaps their biggest investment, they're all about it. They're like, there's a safety issue with my house or there's even, even just like there's a maintenance issue. When we say, Hey, that crown's cracked. It's going to let some water in. It's going to freeze. It's going to get worse. They're like, let's do it. Yeah. So that it, those were the those were good good days. So we're not doing that now. Um, I so there's there is a technology thing connected to that. You used a, so, a piece of software called since this is a technology uh, group, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll throw some technology in there. You, there was a program called uh, Sales Rabbit, right? Mm-hmm. And that that was really helpful in in, in doing the uh, the knocking procedure. Yeah, and actually, right now the basic is the basic plan is free. I think you can sign up for one user. Um, but yeah, basically, it would just give you a map overlay of the area, and you can drop pins on houses, so you can kind of get an idea, give a disposition of each house, so that you're not annoying people by going multiple times if you already talked to them. Mm-hmm. It also just kind of helps you keep track when you're knocking. Now you can look and show the screen and say, "Hey, <clears throat> the Jones is here, the Smiths here, the Browns here." You see these greenhouses? These are all the ones we did chimney jobs on. Just so you know, we're not fly-by-nighters. I notice your chimney looks a little bit damaged too. Do you want a free estimate? Yeah. Yeah, and homeowners, if you can name drop, they uh, mm. they love that. Or they they try to, they want in on it. What are they, what, there's some, there's, what do you, what do you call that? I think you had a term or something for all that. Uh, <laughs> I want to say Jonesin, but that's that's something else. You used to say something. I don't remember what it was. Social but, proof? I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. But you you had up with the Joneses. You had some good sayings for it. I forget what it was. Yeah. So that was um, that was then. We we mm-hmm. enjoyed many chimney escapades. Since then, um, you moved to Florida, and so you're now. So you were a sales guru. You were probably, I don't want to, I don't want to build you up, like make your head too big, but you were the sales guru and you were probably one of the best salespeople that that company had ever seen. And, um, but you, you went a different direction and you ended up in, in Florida mm-hmm. and um, now you're, so, so you're, you went from chimney guy to super nerd. And I went from super nerd to chimney guy. We kind of reversed roles, but we're kind of converging now back in the mm-hmm. into something together. So do you want to talk about what you are doing now and where that has brought you? We, we have this, um, you know, with the app that I've been using and, and all that. Mm-hmm. You can talk a little bit about that if you'd like. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, just kind of circling back to that same thing there. Um. One of the reasons that it was so effective was because there is no real spend, especially at the time I was working on commission for the company. So I was knocking on my own dime, but I was I was getting rewarded well for it. Um, but so often I see these companies dumping money on home advisor, um, newspapers, television ads, radio ads. I mean, just tons of money. And it's like it's just so ambiguous about whether it works or not. You know, you think the phone's ringing more, yeah. but you don't, yeah. you know, you don't know. You just kind of spend money, you know, it's just like, mm-hmm. well, let me throw something here. And 
you know, there's some stuff, you know, people will set up a different phone number occasionally, um, or they have a marketing company that comes in and they're going to promise to do this and this and this. But like at the end of the day, you know, I've, I've talked to so many business owners that they're like, it's like, well, did it work? And they're like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Just kind of had to trust them, you know, spending two to $5,000 a month. And I just kind of had to trust them. So, um, that's what, you know, we've, that's one of the assets, one of the aspects of what we've been working on. Um, and it's being able to track where your current lead sources are coming from, whether that's online phone, you know, any sort of organic referrals, things like that, but also implement quick, easy strategies to start pulling in more leads and converting. Um, that's what I do now. Uh, we, I manage spend for about a hundred different home service companies. We're spending about a million dollars a month in ad revenue and every single dollar of that and every single lead that comes through that comes through this software that we're now building out for chimneys. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So I could, I mean, I could probably share my screen. I don't know. I don't think I will. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I could, I could, or I don't have to. What do you think? <laughs> doesn't matter. doesn't matter. I don't know. What I can <clears throat> say, let me just find it. Um, so this system that is being developed, Kyle is, um, he brought it into my life. And we're working on some, some nice customizations too. And so one of the things that I love about it before I show it um, is that you can you can customize so many things and like make it do whatever you want, like within its realm of what it does. You say, oh, I need it to do this with this set of data. And you can build it out to do that in these, these um, workflows. So let me just see how I do this. Let me break this screen off from another screen. Let me tap off from something else. <clears throat> it's not officially named yet. I don't think, or maybe it is like this. It's, it's still in its, it's still in its um, phases of beta. It's beta. And so what I, let's see, share this. I'll get ahead of myself. I gotta, I, I get to a little excited and I start making weird noises. Let's see, is that the screen? Yeah, all right. Okay. You can see, everybody can see that. All the, our large audience mm-hmm. here. So what else? <laughs> What I'll say, I'm going to just talk about my experience so far. So Kyle says, here, I want you to try this, right? And so you um, I mean, you just started like taking all of my accounts of everything and just plopping them into the system. And so what the, the pain that I was having was what Kyle was talking about or what you, I'm talking to you, right, Kyle? So I'll address you as Kyle, what you were talking <clears throat> about. Um, was like all this stuff coming from different places and you don't know what's happening. I wasn't necessarily caring about the tracking of where, what was happening rather than I I wanted to focus initially on the keeping everything in one place. Cause Mm -hmm. you know, we, we do some home advisor. So it's, you got to log into this site, right? You log into that. Now you got to log into um, Google, my business page or check the cell phone that it's kicking out to. Then you have to go check your emails in all the different clients. You might have 10 email addresses, whatever. Now you got to tap mm-hmm. through all this. You got to check all this stuff. 
you have an office person working on this, they might miss a message. So you're wondering, did they check this? Should I respond to it now? Um, it, it just creates this, this spaghetti of, of communication from customers. There's so many places where customers come in from. Mm -hmm. And that was driving me nuts. I knew there was something better. I found things that I thought were better and all they were were like, it was like a shell, an app that just loaded iframes of different applications into one thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, but I still have to tab through all this stuff. It's doing basically what my browser already does. I have tabs. I just tab through them and go to those pages and do my thing. So you brought in this wonderful piece of software. And I'm going to click the, oh, I'm clicking the wrong screen. Let's see, how do I do this? I'm going to click this screen, the automation screen first. So just as a quick thing, like, all right, so I have some Angie leads or home advisor stuff going on. Now, Kyle built, you built all these things initially for me and I started playing around with them and I probably broke some things and my office person is um, like asking me, why is this not doing this or why is it? So we're working through it, but I'm just, I've just been playing with it. Um, so right here, there's a workflow for Angie's leads to come through. So through some wizardry on the back end, we have Home Advisor kicking out um, data that's, and I won't even talk about it, how it does it, who cares right now, but it's ending up in this system and it's all automatic. The lead comes in. Once the lead comes in, it turns it into what? An opportunity. And it goes, plop, it plops in on this screen. So it would, it would plop in somewhere. I don't know. I forget. I, I'm getting too excited, but anyway, it plops into, <laughs> into a pipeline, right? Mm -hmm. And then I can set it to do even more things. Once a, something happens on a on a pipeline item, I can kick it out to Trello and send a notification. Like so, there's all this customization. It's amazing. Um, I'll just I'll I'll slow down. If Kyle, there's, do you want to say anything? Yeah, I mean, I'll like you said, the, the, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you said, the problem that it's solving is number one, we don't know where our leads are coming from, so we don't know if we're wasting our money. But secondly, even if our money is well spent, it's in 30 different places that we're expecting an office person right. to go look it up and respond. And yep. if you look at any study on leads, they talk about speed to lead. Um, within minutes of not reaching out to an interested prospect, your chances go down literally by, by hundreds. It's like, I think it's like 400% after four or five minutes, the chance of contacting them goes down. Yeah. And if it's in your email and your Facebook messenger and your Instagram messenger and your Google, my business and 30 different other places, yep. there's no way you're getting back to them in four to five minutes. Yeah. That was a huge and problem for us. Huge. And then you let's assume we're spending our money in the right place. Let's assume we're getting all of our leads. Somehow somebody is checking every few minutes and logging in and getting back to these people. We, well, logging in and checking it, we don't know if they're actually getting back to them. Mm -hmm. We don't know if they're answering the phone. We don't know what they're saying when they're on the phone, unless we're there in the office with them, which let's be honest, that doesn't happen most times. So what this program does is number one, it's going to tell you where the lead's coming from. Number two, it's going to put it in a central inbox where you can respond to a Google My Business message, a Facebook message, a phone call, an email, all in the same inbox there. <clears throat> And three, 
it's going to take keep track of it. So all of Justin, like all your calls in here now, they're recorded. Yep. All of your text messages that your office staff are sending out are recorded, which is worth mentioning too. Texting yeah. is here. Yeah. It's it's, it's long so since good. been here. It's so good. I get all giddy about it. it it's, Customers prefer every study done under the sun shows, and, and there, there doesn't have to be a study. Everyone knows. They prefer if they can just text, it's mm -hmm. going to be better. And so yeah. one of the first things we did on Justin's site is we dropped a chat widget. It was a little snippet of code. And within two minutes, now we were getting leads from his site pulling directly to our system here. So let me it's show estimated. That. Yeah, go ahead. Because what's awesome too about this is this integrates into our schedule, which is mm -hmm. in a completely different system, but it's all pulled into this system as well. So it's all back and forth. You can integrate everything and make it work. So they can't choose a time that's not available. And that used to be the case. We'd let them choose on our old setup, but then we'd be like, well, you can't have that slot because it's not open. Mm hmm. And how soon from us setting up this calendar were we getting leads coming in through the chat widget in the calendar? Um, it was like the same day, I think. Yeah, right? yeah, it was amazing. And it's like, yeah, there's so much good I could say, but I, it's it's I was looking for this. I knew. So I have a remote office person. It's just the way it is right now. And a lot of things people are doing stuff remotely and it's it, it allows me to work along with her if need be and not step on her communication feet. Or I can, as an owner, I can keep track of what's happening and I can, you know, I can listen to these calls and get a pulse on things. I can see how, you know, and that, I mean, okay, recording calls, not a big deal, but it's all integrated into the system. Everything's here. You can mm -hmm. call out all the, it's, forget about it. Yeah. And like a quick thing, I'm going to just before I, I'm going to show this. This is my, um, this is my software um, that I'm building for scheduling. Uh, let's see. Hold on. I'm just, and I'm going to talk about it just for a second. I built a system years ago and it was, it's out of date and I'm rebuilding this new system. And this fits right inside of the. Oh, system that Carl's talking about. So, like, it's it's running on an iframe in the system, but it functions 100% in here. Now, what's awesome, too, is in opportunities, when you drag an opportunity over to sent to service flow, it plops in the customer data. And also, the data is in sync. The customer data is in sync at all times. Um, hmm. Back from this app to to the Serviceful app through a, an API that's custom built for like so there's endless possibilities. We can connect it to anything through a custom API or a service like Zapier, where we can we can connect it to services that already have public APIs available. And I'm yeah. going to stop because I'll I'll let you. <laughs> I mean, the point is most software. Um, most software is after the fact, right? It's, it's used to track, um, mm -hmm. or, you know, I mean, scheduling is definitely valuable, but it's, this is after the sale stuff, 
right? So it's just an expense off of your bottom line. And of course, it might help you run your business better, keep things organized, but this is adding to your top line. This is where it's more or less, it's almost like hiring a marketing company in a lot of ways it is. And it's providing many of the services that a marketing company would provide, but without the cost of hiring a market company. Mm -hmm. This is, this is where you can start to automate follow-up, automate the capture of leads without dishing out, you know, thousands of dollars on marketing campaigns. Yeah. And it even has, some people use MailChimp to send out email campaigns. Well, this has mm-hmm. basically has MailChimp built into it. Yeah, it basically is the same exact thing. Yeah, and I I tested it out recently, and it's just, it's easy to get you know to filter the to the data into or tag your customers you want. So like I just went through and grabbed all of my um, the customers that had estimates that didn't close. I easily just updated tags for those customers in the in the app, and then just created an email list off of those those tags, and bam, done. And then, you know, you get mm-hmm. tracking on those emails and everything. Yeah. Open rates, click rates, all that stuff. I think, I think one of the things that's really powerful is so often the pitch to a business owner that, that if you've ever owned a business, I guarantee within literally within days of setting up your LLC, you're going to Yelp is going to come knocking on your door. You're going to get robo calls from overseas telling yeah. you that your Google My Business needs to be updated. You're going to get emails about your, your um, website not being optimized. And the point is, if you're in business, you're probably generating leads, right? You're, yeah. You probably are just fine. But what's happening is a lot of that is falling through the cracks. Just as a small example, um, it's estimated that on websites, it's about 2 to 5% of people will opt in to use a chat that would otherwise bounce off of your, off of the website. Yeah. And so just by throwing that chat widget on there, all of a sudden we're capturing leads that already got to your site, all the work you've done or the SEO you've paid for, or the PPC you're paying for would be wasted if you didn't capture that information on the final step. So we're, we're building this as we go. You know, Justin has a real running thriving service company, chimney service company that we're trying to help grow. And, Thus far, in just a very short period of time, I mean, what would you say, Justin? Is it proving to be a, a useful tool for your business? Yeah, the, the first day it was like completely obvious. It, it, it was because we were we were missing a lot of things. So I don't know how it happens or why it happens. It's my fault no matter what because I'm the owner. But so lots of calls are just not answered. Now I mm-hmm. think a big part of it is is a technology problem I had with the phone system. And we're working on that because apparently we're gonna have a, a whole um, phone system integrated into this in the near future. It's coming. Yeah. So it's gonna be like a whole, <clears throat> so that'll, that'll solve a lot of the problem. But I didn't know what was happening. I just figured, well, we're getting appointments so I don't care too much. There's Terry, Terry Spaltai came on. Let's, we're gonna let him in in just a second. <laughs> but um. Yeah, the the first day we act. So you brought it. I think you brought it to me on a Saturday, or something, right? Like it was the the weekend, and mm-hmm. I was obsessed with it all weekend, and it was it was in full operation, just going crazy on Monday morning. And I just said, I just text and and 
told my people, we're using a new system here. Go to this website. <laughs> and it wasn't hard. Like, they get it. They, I think they understand it more than I do. So um, I've got two people alternating on it. And, like, today I was watching it happen in real time, and it was it was awesome. They were, it was that's like a, it was working. That's a pretty cool feeling, right? Because you're when you're away from the office or you're on estimates or you're doing other stuff, like, you hope that they're doing a good job but here you can log in whether it's on a browser or the mobile app and you can actually see inbound yeah. and outbound conversations listen to recorded phone calls see the text messages yeah. and if you need to if your team needs to if you need to step in you can right there yeah so, you can just interrupt in the text message yeah and, no yep. one can, like, <laughs> and it's seamless it doesn't yeah. appear any different to the customer you just yeah. jumped right in yeah i i really like it i mean and it, it gets me excited how much integration can be done with it. And I'm I'm just looking for new ways to like integrate other things. And I get very excited when the two programs talk to each other. They're sending payloads back and forth to each other and, and consuming the data and doing what Yeah. Now I have a confession to make. Just la the, over the weekend I was trying to um I was doing <clears throat> trying to clean up customer data. Mm -hmm. it, we imported it without formatting it a little bit first. And so I was trying to clean up the address fields and I ended up just deleting all the customers in the, like, I was like, I'll just delete everybody and then re-import them. Like I exported them first, deleted them. I was going to play with it and then bring it back in. Well, mm -hmm. I brought it back in, but the way I brought it back in did not keep its ID correct. Um, I didn't tell mm. so all the communications for customers disappeared, but they were all still there in a delete place, in a deleted place, like a hidden place that I could go reactivate them. It was just a nice. really slow process to reactivate a thousand. So I just said, I'll just, I, there was a couple of conversations I needed to keep there for Monday morning. So I just found those and just reactivated. That's funny. <laughs> That's cool <laughs> but, though. But there was, yeah. So, I think yeah. Did you did you see the the audit log yet? That's a new feature. I saw. I didn't get into it. Okay. I mean, basically, you can just see all of the updates right. by each user. You could sort it by user and and just find out, you know, exactly what changes are being made. So. The bottom line is it's incredible and you've done a nice <clears throat> job and you're, you're officially a super nerd. And, um, I think you gave uh, me the badge and everything <laughs> I'm good. Once I get my, uh, program service flow, um, up and running for real, it's going to be a really awesome, um, integration. And like, mm. I don't, one of the so I use Trello and I talk about Trello a lot and I'm trying to build something maybe into ServiceFlow that's like that because I like that whole um, pipeline feel and moving things down the line yep. and I want to do that with jobs so the, the system currently does that with phone calls and all that um, I want to do it with jobs I do it with Trello but I kind of want everything in one place but worst case scenario I can totally just control Trello from within inside my application and yours, and then um, just make it happen. So everything is possible, which is amazing with it. It's not, you're not just like stuck in one world. Now, yeah. real quick, I forgot now, I just forgot. 
Terry's here. He came back. We're going to let Terry come in, and I'll tell you why. We're going to save some of this this good stuff for later when we can get more people on that watch we that can ask us questions. Cool. We're going we're gonna to bring in just we we don't have to stay much longer. We have a few more minutes. I I have this new piece of technology I want to talk about, and I'm going to bring Terry in. There's Sounds Terry. Good. Terry. He's frozen now. Hmm? Terry is a chimney. There's Terry. Are you? Can you hear us? I, I can hear you. I welcome to my <laughs> mad house. <laughs> Hi, Terry. Terry. It's good to have you on on um, our big show tonight. So, like, is am I in in front of like a boatload of people or is nope. this just <laughs> millions? <laughs> no, I should have dressed up. There's not. There's really nobody here. There's one person that sang. There's a couple at one time. Um, but I didn't. I really didn't advertise it. I just kind of just did it and forced Kyle to come on. I, I got it in my head and I just wanted to do it. I wanted to see what you were talking about, so that's why. Oh, I you came. missed all the good stuff. Did I? <clears throat> what, yeah. So, Kyle, who are you? <laughs> I've been trying to figure out that question for a long time. <laughs> I'm. I'm. Uh, I have we ever met Justin? Justin, I don't know. Have I met Terry? I, I remember you saying that he was there at one time, but I don't I don't know. I don't recognize your face. But anyway, I'm yeah, Justin's well, brother-in-law, or he's I my brother-in-law. I didn't, didn't comb my hair or you know <laughs> put any like facial. You're on you're on in front of millions of television viewers. You gotta they, they they I've never been embarrassed about that. You get what you get. Like I can't change this. Like this, <laughs> this is what you know, it's, it's like, Bethany says to me in pictures, you look funny. I say, Well, that's what I look like. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to say. So Justin's brother, you're in Florida then. Are you the one in Florida? Or is yes. that okay? Yep. All right. Very good. And a nice warm morning. And we're going so to what's, uh, tear up the, the universe. Um, that's in March, right? That's when you want me yeah, to... Yeah, I'm leaving, I'm leaving in March. I won't say when exactly so that somebody could come rob me. But um, I'll be there for a little while. So, Terry, you are a chimney sweep amongst yes. other things. You are, you are a good carpenter and chimney sweep. You do all kinds of stuff. And uh, how have you been enjoying the, the sweep world for the last i don't know how long have you been doing it now uh two years it's roughly two years i uh i enjoy doing the sweep work because i like physical work so part i don't like about it is oil furnaces and getting all sooted up after i'm done <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i i literally there's days i come home just black and i take a shower and it looks like I got eyeliner on. <laughs> you got to wear a full face mask. Don't I mean, have that. Uh, as far as technology, we, we could push some technology. What's that thing called? The. Uh, I. You know the I one do, I'm talking about. Yeah, I have the full face shield with the battery operated, but uh, very important to uh, recharge your batteries. So there's yeah. a pro. <laughs> recharge yeah. the battery. So. And, and there's maintenance with that, too. Like if you're well, you know how it is. You you're working, you put your tools in your truck at the end of the day. They go somewhere. Um, and then when you drive home and you get home, it's the last thing you think about doing is going and cleaning filters, 
um, charging a battery. And then the next morning you go out to do the same thing all over again. You get to the job and it's like, I forgot to charge the battery and forgot to clean filters. So, you know what I love about the chimney industry? What? The fact that I'm perpetually frustrated. So <laughs> what I mean by that is I, I'm, I'm incredibly anal and I, and you know that Terry, we've worked together mm -hmm. quite a bit. Um, I need to have everything just so like I, I need it to go the way I planned it. Right. I need the tools that I plan to have there, but every single job, it never, ever goes the never, ever, every single job, it never, ever, every single job is, is a, um, compromise. It doesn't go the way I planned. I spent two hours figuring it out and it's nothing like that when I get there or somehow I'm missing something that I need. And so there's always a little bit of a compromise and that blows my mind every single time. I think there's a couple things that change your attitude on the, on the job when that, those things happen because nothing ever goes to plan. Right. Well, it, see no. that I come from a programming background or whatever and graphic and I can control everything in the computer. It, yields to my will it might take me forever to get it to because i can't figure it out for a while but it always does what i tell it to in the end and i control it 100 percent. and if it doesn't work i can comment it out and make it not do that in the chimney world you cannot everything is just go you just have to go with it and That's, figure it out as you go yes I, I i forgot to send you guys a picture today of that would define what i took a picture of today would define exactly what you just said. I found my first chimney wrapped with saran wrap uh, to prevent a leak. So, wow. <laughs> that's it. So there, there's a lot of variables, a lot of unknowns, but I, I found if I bid the job correctly, uh, I don't get nearly as excited anymore. Right. So, if you make it high enough, to cover the, yeah, that's when I'm most aggravated when I bid it and it's, I didn't expect this. And I think that happens to everybody. And it's like, now I have to do this and it costs me $160 an hour per man on this job. And now we just added four hours times two times 160. And then it's like, well, there goes the profits. It changes the whole mood on the job. <laughs> but so. I get mad. So that's why I don't go to jobs anymore. <laughs> you stay away. I can't, I can't take it out of sight, out of mind. So like, just, I just try to stay away because I don't want to frustrate people and I will frustrate them if I'm there getting, getting antsy about every little thing. That's funny. So this is a technology group real quick, T Terry, what's your favorite piece of technology in the chimney in your arsenal right now? Cause you have lots, you have lots of stuff. I, I, I'm addicted to tools. So does tools count as technology? <laughs> yeah, that's close what's enough. Your, yeah. Yeah. What's your okay. favorite tool right now? My favorite tool. Um, well, you're going to laugh at this because I don't think it falls underneath your envelope of technology. I, I, I love flashlights. I bought, well, it, has I a, it has a circuit in it, right? So there's technology. Okay. Very good. So I just now bought a new Milwaukee pen flashlight that fits when you put the snout connector on the T fitting, it slides over the snout connector and shines in there hands-free. 
I can use both hands to tighten the snout connector. That for I'm excited. So about how's that. that work? How's that work? So you know, Kyle. A lot of times I'm by myself or whatever, so I'm struggling holding a light. I always wear a neck light, mm -hmm. but even that doesn't get me always in front mm -hmm. of the snout connector. Especially so I just, if it's a long. Yes. So you're trying to hold that in there, keeping it proper, holding the snout, putting the drill in there with your 20 mm -hmm. feet of extensions, and <laughs> trying to get your nut driver on a screw that's doesn't really want to receive it. Anyway, so you're you're fiddling with all that. So I bought a pen light. So it just has like a clip, like you would put in your pocket, your shirt. Oh, pocket. nice! And it slides oh, over you just perfect. Slide it on the snout. I slide it on the snout. It stays in place. I have my now. I can use both hands to do what I need to do. Makes and sense. I like to put the light behind me, on the furnace, right? Yeah. And then every time I look in to try to do what I'm doing, I block. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, that's good. Uh, and that's nice and light too. Cause I, I've put it where I try to put like a, a heavier flashlight in there and then you just got that counterweight and yep. then it slides down and hits the T. Well, <laughs> you know. yeah. I believe for me, it's the simple, it's the simple tools. Mm -hmm. Now you're holding something real fancy there, Justin. Well, I know that's that. I, I'm a very big um, advocate of Snaplock products. Yes, and I I get all excited every time I get one. First, so here's make sure to say. use his affiliate link. Yeah, <laughs> Dave. From this is Snap where you guys Lock. gotta teach me about this. Dave from Snaplock is is awesome. He he takes care of you if you're a customer, and he also makes good stuff. So like, this is a dryer camera housing. So it it accepts a little um little wi-fi camera a ferret yeah okay ferret, so yeah. he dave doesn't make the ferret but he makes accessories for it so the ferret works well in metal chimneys or um like liners it'll work in anything that's metal that can bounce the signal back down towards you if in, in a masonry chimney it only gets i don't know 10 15 feet and it cuts out on you because it absorbs into the block so anyway this is for dryers um and it's particularly handy because you can clean the dryer vent as you're you're running your camera and cool. this is nice because like if you're in a long run we have an apartment building to do there's 48 units that we have to deal with and they're on like you know level two three whatever you you don't always know when your rods come out the other end and you have to look out a window and your face is pressed up because the windows don't open half the places so you're trying to see and then you can't see so now you got to walk all the way down or you have another guy just standing out there with a phone telling you if you've come out. So now that's really wasted labor for sure. You run this, you clean it as you're going and you can see where you're at. And when you get to the end, come back, done. This That would be sweet to have even for sweeping a chimney. I've often, you know how many times yeah. I walk outside to see if I came through the chimney, if it doesn't mm -hmm. have a cap? Mm -hmm. I think you could, I think he has something that does that. I'm not, I, I feel like they have that, but I like to, it, I had a funny video of, of when <laughs> I posted it last year. You remember that video? Will yes. So you were sweeping the air. Yeah, I was up on the roof yeah. watching and he was just, he was just spinning the weed whacker <laughs> and it was out like three rods and it just kept going like this. <laughs> and I was just watching it for like five minutes 
And I and it's like you can't tell that that's not feel that feels different. That there's no resistance. <laughs> so, so I was making fun. See, I don't I don't know if I've actually done that because I'm usually by myself. So somebody yeah. a while ago said Facebook user the Ridge Pro because they didn't give us permission, so we don't know who it is. The Ridge Pro is good too. Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. I like the Ridge Pro. I have to get a new Ridge Pro. Um, uh, so uh, another pro tip, if you're going to be using a trailer, uh, make sure you fasten things down. Yeah, I was. You can, you can lose stuff. <laughs> I met up with you that day, didn't I? That you lost your Ridge Pro? Yes, you did. That was the day you helped me. I was I, that day. I probably wasn't in my best of the moods because that was they're four hundred dollars. And it, yes, and it dragged down the highway and scraped half of it off. <laughs> Guys, I, I work with the guy. Um, this is a little bit somber, but you know, my dad was always just a Nazi about tying down the ladders. You know, everything was a mess. The the truck itself was falling apart. The brakes were terrible. But those ladders, man, they had to be ratchet strapped and bungeed like he was a Nazi. So anyway, <clears throat> I'm just kind of talking shop with a guy that I work with, and he's telling me, you know, just talking about our, our childhoods and stuff. And I guess his dad died when he was like 11, 12 years old. And I just asked him, I said, you know, like, that's crazy. How did that happen? And this, this is, this is insane. They were driving down the highway and a truck lost a ladder, went through the windshield and basically, basically took his head off. While he was, yeah, while so he good. was in the back seat oh, as a kid, yeah. it killed his dad. So, so strap your ladders down, boys and girls. Like, yeah. You don't that down real mean, stinking good. That doesn't mean use a bungee cord. I mean, no. So I use a bungee cord, but or a bunch of them, but I also put a, a steel cable with a combination lock around the back too, just in case all mm -hmm. those snap. It can't go flying off, or at least mm -hmm. fly off completely. It might. It could flip up if there's like a thousand mile wind or something. So yeah. Don't skimp on that. Well, on that note, <laughs> I, I, yeah. Where do you pick up? Where do you, I know, I, right? Sorry about that. I just no. I just. I, I little, mean, I have. I have comments. For, if I, any chimney sweep sees this, <laughs> I have thoughts on that, but I just don't know how to. I don't want to prolong it. That's scary. I mean, yeah. Look, I've I've lost several things out the backside of a out of a truck for not mm -hmm. being secured down properly. Yep. Even even if you sometimes you think you have it secured down properly and it yep. just because it just works itself loose. Here, yeah. Let, yeah, let me tell you. Let me you were you heard this story too, because I was working with you on this day too, Terry. I'm driving, <laughs> so I have to, I I have this just happened not too long ago. I have um I have two sections of oval liner. It's really cold out. It was oh yes. <laughs> It's 20 degrees that day, I think, in the morning. I mean, that's not terribly cold, but it's cold enough. And uh, I put them on the, I put them on my pickup truck, on the, on the, on the ladder, right? And I duct taped them down. Duct tape doesn't work when it's cold, and I know that. I mean, it kind of works, but then it stops working. And I knew that, and I said, well, there's enough duct tape here. And there was, for most of the pipe. But I put it on and I let it overhang the front ladder too much, like so it was kind of floppy a little bit, like there was like three feet extra over the front of the ladder. And it was it was doing this a little bit. But I was like, it'll be all right. I have it taped down real good. 
well, I'm going down the highway and I'm trying to, I hear it. I see it wobbling in my, above my, like through my windshield. I can kind of see it doing this as I'm going down the road. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll just take it easy. Cause most of the air should be going through it. I'm driving and I hear wham like this. And I see the liners just disappear in this horrible smash noise on my roof. And I, and I knew exactly what had happened, obviously. And now I'm yelling. I'm alone, meeting everybody at the job. And I look out and the liner just completely went backwards on itself. So <laughs> you know what happens to oval liners. Yeah. You just bend it a little bit too much. Well, this bent completely back. It's custom liner. I just passed the supplier, actually. I was like four minutes from where we get the stuff but you're going to have to wait two weeks, three weeks at this point in the year. And uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's, that's, there's more to that story. How do... <laughs> so the technology part of the story, I'll, I'll bring it full circle, is Kyle yes. taught me a trick back in the day. Not for this necessarily, but one day we had to pull tiles out of, out of uh, the top of a chimney because it converted to oval and we needed those tiles out to get you know we don't want them dropping into the the rectangle brick chimney so kyle says use a use a scissor jack so we use the scissor jack and you crank it out and you pull them out now sometimes what i've learned is they don't always pull out but you can use a scissor jack and you can crack them <clears throat> and it breaks it into nice big pieces and you can just reach down in there with a, a grabber and pull them out instead of blocking your chimney up on you. Um, so we used the scissor jack to push that liner back out. And it kind of worked. It worked pretty good. It was a pain. And Terry saw me being grumpy all day because of that. Like, that ruined my whole day. You, Yeah, you were you were pretty cranky that day. <laughs> but that's, that's to be expected when your day starts out like that. It's just, it's hard to get it back around. But so. anyway, I digress on that. But Kyle taught me lots of things over so, the, the short time we worked together. So I owe, this, my, I owe this, my life. This Kyle here. This, yeah. So Okay. So Kyle, you're in Florida. You're not doing chimney sweeps in Florida, I, I assume. Uh, it may be a bad assumption. I've thought about it. We just talked about it recently, actually. My brother was down here. He's He's got a run in a company with my dad up in Pennsylvania. But um, no, I'm... Uh, I'm on the software and marketing side now. So helping, okay. helping service companies. We do, we work mainly with solar companies, helping okay. them generate more leads and grow. And uh, now Justin and I are trying to take those principles that are helping grow these companies to like, I mean, huge hundreds of millions of dollar companies and translate that over to chimneys, same kind of software and systems. Yeah, so you missed, we were talking about it. We're, we're putting together for my business we're kind of building a custom setup with the software that he has and i'm i'm integrating the stuff that i build in with that and we're going to make a, a system that's powerful yeah you you have been uh sharing uh bits and pieces of that and being mm -hmm. that i'm uh technology ignorant i gather um i i don't know exactly what you guys are formulating so <clears throat> you can well, rewatch this video before you joined it I, we talked about it so i'm yeah. gonna watch it i can replay this yeah like it'll, can... it'll save it on that facebook are you in the are you in the chimney technology group 
I don't believe I am actually. I don't. I'll have to join. Yeah, try to try to find it and join us. Okay. So this 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 platform here, this Streamyard powered by Streamyard. This is gonna you you upload this to uh, Facebook. Yeah, it's streaming live right now. You so you're on. So it's I don't. Yeah, you didn't. Did you know that? Should have. Man, well, no, I should have put some signs behind me like Home Guard Chimney Service. You guys in Higgins Valley, you can call me. I shoot out. You'd my be number. advertising to other other sweeps, though. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't think it'd do you any good unless they. <laughs> oh well. All right, guys. Well, well thanks for joining us. I thanks for having me on. I think we're running out of steam. It was. It's good. Uh, I kind of did it as a beta program. I'd like to do something weekly or by by month. What's every other mm -hmm. week? Uh, bi monthly or bi weekly? Bi weekly, fortnightly. <laughs> but we'll, we're gonna. I don't know. Yeah, we're gonna. Let do me know. Weekly. I'll be more prepared. I was actually I came on because I wanted to see what in the world you were talking about, and now I know. So now you know. Not only that, you were part of it. I was. You're I part was of part. history. Well, you let me in, so you can be partial blames. <laughs> the inaugural. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a great night. All right. You thanks too. for joining us. We'll Bye see you later. Take care. Yep.